My guest today is a Fort Dodge native who won four NCAA championships and nine Big 12 titles while running at Iowa State University. Her time of 31.18 for 10,000 meters still stands as an NCAA record. She won the Honda Sports Award as the nation's best collegiate female track and field athlete that year in 2010. Then she qualified for the U.S. in the 10,000 meters at the 2012 London Olympics, finishing 13th in that race. She's here to talk about those London memories and so much more. Welcome to the program, Lisa Yule. Thanks for having me. <laughs> a lot, uh, a lot of accomplishments there. Uh, so, uh, so is it uh, Lisa or should I call you Doctor Lisa Yule here? Um, since you, oh, uh, you know. I prefer just Lisa. Doctor feels a little uncomfortable and formal, yeah. but uh... but you did get your veterinary uh, doctor degree, so congratulations for that. Yes, I did. Thank you. Yeah, life has changed a bit in the last few years, but uh, you know that's how life is. So yeah, but uh, one thing that hasn't changed is, is your your back in Ames now, and uh, uh, tell the listeners what you're up to. Um, still, uh, still in that veterinary field. Yeah. Yep. So uh, I finished my veterinary degree um, and now I'm getting some advanced training um, instead of just going out and being a practicing vet. I'm doing a residency in pathology um, and a PhD as well. So trying to get that double doctor. Um, and then I'm hoping to uh, stay on um, as a faculty member um, and teach because really my passion is, is teaching. I think a lot of that stems from, you know, a lot of the mentorship and guidance I had in coaching and athletics too. Um, you know, it all kind of ties together and I really enjoy teaching. So that's, that's really where my biggest passions lie and where I want to end up. Yeah. Well, uh, anybody who follows you on Instagram knows, uh, a big passion of yours, of course, the, the, the real center of your life is your one-year-old uh, son, Graham. Um, you uh, trying to spend as much time as you can. Uh, some some great photos uh, that you always post of him. Um, uh, he's just growing up so fast. Yeah, it's crazy. He's um, yeah. He just turned nineteen months, so he's about a year and a half. And as you said, he's taken over my life. I think as oftentimes kids do. Um, but yeah, he's he's great. He's so fun and exhausting and quite a character and um yeah it's been it's been really um rewarding and you know a big big part of my life now is him so i know uh, on one of the uh posts you had on instagram someone said oh he's uh, so uh so adorable words to that effect and, and um you should get, have another one. And you said, I don't need another little Kyle's <laughs> hanging around. <the> house. <laughs> so he gets in some trouble, uh, huh? Hell yeah. He's, he, I like to say he loves, uh, he loves the danger. He likes to climb on things and he doesn't walk. He only sprints. Um, mm. He's covered in bruises and scratches all the time. So he's an adventurous little guy um, and he keeps us on our toes. So so do, you, so do you have him Takes doing after his dad. So you have him doing 400 meter repeats yet around the block? No, we no? took him to the track and he had he had a good old time running around the track at Iowa State. So he's gotten a touch of that. Um, we'll see. I think if he if he wants to run, I think he'll be able to do that. But I'm going to support whatever it is he wants to do. So no pressure well, on him yet. 
Well, the convergence of your talent and Kyle's, um, who was all, you know, he was an he was a all American um, as, well, as well at Iowa State, uh, really a former standout at Des Moines Roosevelt. Uh, man, he could he could just be a, a real great runner uh, down the future. Um, yeah, we'll see. Um, yeah, I think he, he, you would think so, but I feel like I hope that he doesn't have that you know, pressure growing up. I hope he just does whatever it is that he wants to do and we'll support him in that. But yeah, I think he's, if he wants to do it, he's, he's got some good genes for it. Mostly mine, but some of Kyle's. So, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> well, it is, it is kind of, uh, uh, you know, you don't want to be the overbearing parent, uh, you know, to you know, pressure your, your kid into doing anything. And, and that's refreshing that you kind of want him to go his own path. That's good. Yeah, definitely. I think if that's something he's interested in, we can, you know, you know, we'll, we'll support that. But if he wants to do something else that he's passionate about, whether it's music or, you know, a different sport or drama or, you know, debate or whatever it is, there's just so many things I don't want to discourage him. And Kyle and I both came from backgrounds where, you know, we both didn't like grow up thinking we were going to be, you know, really good runners or running college. We did a lot of other sports and a lot of other things. And I think that helped us out in the long run. Right, right. Um, you know, it's, well, you've got, uh, with this current Olympics, you've got um, Allison Felix, of course, having a daughter, and then coming back to the track, and she's starting to figure out that her, her, her mother is famous. Does, does Graham really know um, who, or who uh, his mother is, uh, what kind of claim to fame she has? Has he kind of figured that out yet, or, or is it still kind of Oh, no. I mean, he's surprised when he can figure out where his, you know, nose is on his face. So (laughs) he's he's not there yet. Also, I would say that famous is, you know, quite a stretch in terms of me. But um, but yeah, I think maybe, you know, by the time, especially if we're still in the area in Ames, maybe by the time he's a little bit older, he'll be able to appreciate some of those things. I'm I'm getting inducted into the Iowa State Hall of Fame. Um, athletic hall of fame this fall um so that'll be fun for him to be a part of i don't know if he'll ever remember it but it'll be cool i think to show him pictures of that especially if you know we end up staying in ames and he goes to high school in ames and is a big cyclone fan that'll be fun for him hopefully not too embarrassing so yeah yeah and doing some of the research on for this interview i did uh, i did that did jog my memory that you're going into the hall of fame so that's great um uh kyle's already in right so you're uh <laughs> you're fine. he's not He's in the Iowa High School Hall of Fame, I think. Maybe oh, okay. I don't think he's maybe in the Iowa that's... State Hall of Fame. He's in the okay. Roy um, and Roosevelt oh. as well. But I nabbed this okay. one first. We're always competing as to who gets oh, the Hall of Fames yeah. first. So I managed to squeeze this one out. Well, and that was one of my questions was, the, you know, how did he jump you? But uh, I, I guess that, uh, that makes <laughs> sense that he would be first. <laughs> Because he had, he had a great career uh, at, in Ames, but uh, not quite the one you had, uh, for sure. Um, do, you, do, you, do you get recognized going around in Ames when you go to like a restaurant or something? People come up to you and say, hi, Lisa, how are you doing? That sort of thing. No, I mean, no? not anyone random. Maybe people that I've known for a long time. I think that's one of the other things I really like about living in Ames and, you know, building a family here is they just have so many deep community ties um so you know I ran into the girls um the high school girls uh track coach coach Schmaltz and I'm sure you know him um the other day just random people that I know from 
you know, 10, 15 years ago when I started college. Um, but random people, uh, definitely not, you know, not recognized. Usually, sometimes people will. Um, I have the Olympic rings tattooed on kind of uh, my back, just underneath my neck. And so if I'm wearing, you know, like a summer top or something and someone sees those, then sometimes someone will say something. But in general, you know, I'm a pretty normal person living a pretty normal life. Yeah. Is that kind of refreshing for you after all these years of um, being out in Oregon um, and um, competing at a high level, uh, uh, that sort of thing? Is it kind of nice to fly under the radar now? Yeah, I think I've always been someone who didn't really like crave a lot of attention um, and always tried to stay a little bit, you know, low key. Um, but it's, you know, I've kind of moved on from that part of my life and I'm very grateful and thankful that I had the experiences that I had. But it's nice now to kind of move on to these next steps of my life and pursue my academic career and my family. And I still run, um, but, you know, it's not for anything competitive. I have no plans of, I never, I guess, formally retired, um, but I don't have any plans of competing anymore. Um, And I just feel like I've had a good, um, I was able to say goodbye to my competitive running days and move on um, and feel good about it. And I know a lot of people that struggle with that and it was definitely wasn't easy for me. Um, But so I feel fortunate that I found a situation where I've been able to kind of appreciate you know, my experiences and be very proud of my accomplishments, but also be, you know, proud of the life I'm currently in and have new goals too. Yeah. Is, is one of the goals to, to have more, uh, more uh, kids along the way or, or uh, what's the, uh, what's the plan there? Yeah. You know, I think there's probably, probably one more in there. Um, okay. So yeah, I think, I don't think we're done yet. Um, and then, yeah, really just, like I said, kind of moving on with my career too and um, hopefully establishing, being able to be like a good mentor um, and really just involving myself in the community. I've been, came back to Ames, you know, finished my vet degree and then I was out in Colorado for a couple of years and I just always feel this draw back to Ames. Um, so yeah, it's nice to to be here and kind of set myself up for you know, those core things that I value. I'm still close to my family who are all close. I still live in Fort Dodge and then Kyle's family lives in Des Moines. So yeah, we've got a good situation. And your fa- and, and your father's doing well. He had a heart attack um, last um, July um, doing and doing well from that. Yeah. He's uh, we call him Superman because, you know, he's um, he's technically in advanced heart failure, but he's uh, you know, he's, he's responded very well to medications. You wouldn't even know it if you saw him. He has a great quality of life. Like I said, he's, he's Superman. Um, so he's exceeding all expectations and doing well. And so we're, we're very, very fortunate and lucky. And like I said, he's, he's just such a, a fighter. So. Is he a candidate for a heart transplant then? What do we... He's not at that level yet. Um, yet. He, you know, he, yeah, he went into advanced heart um, out of heart failure with medications. So unfortunately, a lot of the damage is chronic. Um, and so, um, things like bypass are limited in his situation. But like I said, I mean, he's, he's doing great. He went and he kayaked and he went kayaking in, um, the river 
you know, a few months ago. So he's, uh, he's doing well. Okay. Um, going back to, um, uh, kind of your uh, running career kind of ending when I, when I interviewed you there at uh, caribou cafe, uh, that morning and you were having the uh, vitamin D problems, I could kind of tell that, you know, that, that, that the, the end was near. Was that um, kind of in your thinking there too, that, that, um, that it was probably going to be short-lived here, your, the rest of your running career? Yeah. I mean, I think, um, honestly, by the time I ended up, I, when I qualified for the marathon trials in 2016, um, and then I think I had like four stress fractures within the span of maybe six months. Um, I just couldn't get healthy. Uh, and once I knew that I couldn't run in those trials, I wasn't going to be able to be healthy for those trials. I, that was the one I really knew, you know, now I kind of need to think about taking a step forward. Um, I was just mentally, physically, emotionally kind of ready to, to move on at that point. Yeah. Yeah. I can't even remember what year we, I, I, I did that interview with you and um, I can't even remember, but, um, yeah. The 2016 was a little bit after that for sure. Um, Cause when did you move back to Iowa? I moved back um, right after London. Or so it was 20, oh, it was end of, it was, yeah, end of 20, it was 2012, 2013 kind of. Yeah. yeah so it was probably 2013 right when I interviewed you. Yeah. Yeah. 13 or 14. Um, so yeah, uh, for sure. Um, so when uh, when Chris Schweizer qualified for the Olympics, I immediately thought of you because there's so many comparisons. Uh, there's so many similarities between your running career and hers. It's it's kind of eerie. You know, you both had good uh, high school careers, uh, not, not, nothing spectacular, but then you both really blossomed uh, in college. Um, you were a four-time NCAA champion. Uh, she won six at, at Mizzou. And then you, you, you both are under the tutelage of uh, Jerry Schumacher. Um, did you kind of feel that way too, that, you know, her career path has been so much like yours? Yeah. Um, I mean, I take that as a compliment that you compare us because she's run a lot faster than I did. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she seems, you know, I don't, I don't know Carissa personally. Um, I met her parents a couple times, maybe, you know, it, it's, again, like that community, like I said, uh, here in Iowa, it's pretty small. So you get to know people that are, you know, in that area, um, just kind of peripherally, but it seems like she's just, you know, done the right things and, um, worked hard and followed her coaches and found situations that worked well for her. And she's been able to, you know, put together quite a bit of training, I think, without being injured. Um, and, you know, I think she's just, worked really hard and gotten herself, you know, taken little steps, step by step and really focused. And that's what it takes to be a good distance runner. It takes consistency and focus and, you know, finding the right situation for you. And I think she's done just that. And yeah, it's, it's fun to watch her compete. Yeah. Uh, well, she's got great running genes for sure, but um, yeah, Jerry Schumacher's really got things rolling at the Empowerment Track Club. They just had a fantastic Olympics. Um, what's kind of the magic that that, that he kind of brings uh, to that uh, team that you that you noticed um, when you were uh, running under him? Yeah, I mean, I think 
one, I mean, Jerry really knows running. Um, two, he relates to his athletes very well. Um, you know, he's a nice guy. He's down to earth. He's um, easy to communicate with and I think get inspired by. Um, and then two, you know, he's done a really good job of just creating this atmosphere out there where, you know, these you're by, by greatness and you're inspired by it a lot. And I think they've done a really good job in that team of creating a group where not only, I mean, people, you're training with editors, but they also have this great collegiality between them and they push each other. Um, but they're able to do that without, you know, doing each practice. They do it in, in the right and the smart way. Um, so I think it's a combination of things um, that they've put together that have just made for, you know, a really good environment to, to push each other. Um, yeah, to, to create these opportunities for these athletes. And he's the guy that Nike needed at that time with the, the, the you know, the Alberto Salazar problems and everything. Um, he was the right guy to step in there and, and bring some uh, legitimate uh, legitimacy to, uh, to that running uh, team. So that was, that was very important. Yeah. I think, um, you know, when I was there, Jerry's groups and Alberto's group were very separate groups. Um, so I guess I can't speak too much to, Alberto's part because I was really just involved with Jerry but um I think that Jerry yeah is he's a, he's a really good guy um you know I I feel very fortunate that I had the opportunity to be coached by him and to train with Shalane who you know now those women have Shalane coaching them which is you know just yeah. awesome and um you know really incredibly valuable so um, yeah, so they put together a really, a really good situation out there. Yeah, you have to be thrilled that she's working with them too. Uh, what a great uh, um, bunch of knowledge that she's got for distance running. Oh yeah, I mean, knowledge, inspiration. I mean, that woman is like the hardest worker I've ever met. Um, so she's, she's yeah, she's just a great person to have in your corner and and by the track cheering you on. It just gives you, you know, a lot of a lot of faith in what you're doing, I think, too. Well, there's still a little bit of a cloud that hangs over the BTC, unfortunately, with the Shelby uh, Houlihan uh, pork situation. Um, we're all, you know, devastated here in Iowa for that. Um, I wanted to get your feelings on on that um, on that unfortunate uh, ban that she um, that they imposed on her um, this summer before the trials. Yeah, you know. I think it's a really unfortunate situation for her. Um, I would say I don't know a lot of the details on it. I know a lot of people have gotten really invested in reading, you know, a lot about it and up on it. But um, from what I peripherally know, it, it seems like just a really unfortunate situation. And I hope that, you know, it gets worked out and we get to see her compete because um, I think she could do, you know, some special things on the track, too. But I, I, I anticipate that what you're going to say is that, you know, he runs a clean program and that there's nothing uh, untoward about the, about the whole um, situation with uh, Shelby. Yeah, I mean, I never experienced anything with Jerry or Shlaine or anyone out there that would make me think otherwise. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I, I, that helps, you know, uh, a lot of people in Iowa to, to feel that way that 
that she, you know, is a little bit of a victim here for that. Um, so um, I, um, you know, Carissa finished 11th in that 5,000 final. Um, you can kind of speak to this, um, how difficult it is when you're competing at an international level against um, all these great African runners. It's tough uh, running in, a, in, a, in an Olympic final um, when you've got so much talent uh, from the African ladies in there. Um, you finished 13th in that 10,000. So um, um, we can't be too hard, certainly, on Carissa. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, I think she ran amazingly. And I think that yeah. it's just hard. It's a it's a hard event. 5K, 10K, they're both hard events. I mean, every event at the Olympics is hard, right? But, um, but yeah, it's just uh, it. she's an Olympic athlete. Like, she's at the top level. And you run that race, you know, 10 different days, you're going to get 10 different outcomes. Um, and all you can really do on that day is – toe the line and compete put yourself in it try the best you can and walk away knowing you did that um but I think there's a lot of you know pressure on getting medals and obviously we all want that as athletes but there's also a bigger picture that you have to you know take away too and um it's her first olympic games I'm I would you know not be surprised to see her in another so it's a great experience and um yeah, I mean, I, I don't think anyone should be hard on her. I hope she's not hard on herself. I hope she's proud of herself. Yeah, um, from what I'm seeing from social media, she's like, well, I, I just don't know how to, you know, uh, explain how I feel. You know, it's kind of one of those things. Um, when you wear that USA across your, uh, across your singlet, it is, you know, there is some built-in pressure there. Um, did you, did you kind of have that feeling in London? Um, I mean, I guess I felt, I felt pressure to compete well. Um, I did not feel any pressure to medal because that was really not, um, really me at that, at that point in time, obviously, you know, that's a, a dream goal. And if it would have presented itself, I would have been very pleased, but I took a realistic approach to it in that I just wanted to run. I wanted to run a PR. I wanted to, you know, run a race where I felt like I made good tactical decisions and um, really put myself out there. Cause that's really all you can control. I mean, I can't control if somebody's going to go out and run a world record or if the top three are going to, you know, run a world record, but I can control myself. And I guess that's how I approached all my races. Um, I was just very introspective about them and yeah. So, I mean, sure there was probably some pressure, but I don't think I really put that on myself. Um, too much in terms of I just wanted to run the best race I could and that's the fastest I've ever run uh, for over 10k was at the Olympics um, in London and so that's something I'm I'm pretty proud to be able to say too. Yeah and I believe it's the seventh fastest time by an American for 10,000 meters in the Olympics so it stands as a, as a really good time. Yeah I mean it's it was um, like I said it was the fastest I'd ever run and I felt you know I felt like I on that day, um, I really put myself out there and did everything I could. So did I want more maybe, you know, in four more years when I left the track? Sure. Mm -hmm. But um, for that day, I was very pleased. Well, I wanted to delve into some of the memories um, that you have from, from your London experience. Um, the athletes 
this year aren't quite getting that experience because they're having to stay in their uh, in their uh, dorms, whatever you want to call them. Uh, you had a lot more chances to um, uh, do things outside of track and field. What uh, what do you think back nine years later? Yeah, um, I think for me, the most like memorable experience I have were are the opening ceremonies, walking in the opening ceremonies. Um, that was probably, that's probably the most specific memory I have. Honestly, so much of it is a blur. I feel like my <laughs> long-term memory is terrible. <laughs> um, Kyle remembers all these specific things that I just, I have to trust him on because half the time I don't remember it. But um but yeah, opening ceremonies were really special. I think meeting all the other U.S. athletes, not just from track and field, but from all the other sports. Um, you know, we waited around for about two hours outside before we walked over to the stadium. So it was a great opportunity to get to know other U.S. athletes um, and, you know, bond with that you're that you were close with, you know, the ones that you compete against all year and then become your teammates. So um, that was a pretty special experience. Um and then I ended up staying in London for a few days after, afterwards as well. Um, and just uh, went around London with my family and with Kyle. And um, it was really special for me to be able to, to share that experience with my family too, for them to be able to come over and watch me and um, spend time with them afterwards too. Yeah, that's what's been so tough about this Olympics is, you know, these athletes are by themselves, their, their families are all remote. Uh, Got to be tough for you to watch that and see that uh, they can't be in the stands. Yeah, I mean, that that is, it is just, it's tough to, to think of as an athlete to not be able to have those people that have supported you for years and years, um, you know, there to, to experience it with you. That That is something really special. Um, so, yeah, my heart goes out to them. And it makes you realize just how impressive these performances are. You know, there's nobody in the crowd, but these athletes are still performing so incredibly. Kind of surprised going back to your uh, run, run, running running times that you're um, 3118 that you said at Stanford um, still a record for the 10,000 collegiate. Uh, are you kind of surprised? Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess I'm surprised. Uh, I'm both surprised and not surprised. Um, you know, 3118, it, it felt, I felt, I feel like it's a pretty strong record, a pretty strong record. Um, at least because when I, when I broke it, Sally Kipiego held it before that. And I think it was like 3143 or something. So it was a significant decrease from the previous record. And, you know, Sally is someone that I, you know, still, hold on a pedestal she's an incredible athlete so um 31 18 seemed like a pretty um legit collegiate mark uh but on the other hand you know there's so many good collegiate athletes and I think there have been a lot of collegiate athletes that have come through that have been capable of breaking it but maybe just didn't have the opportunity the right day the right race um and so you know I think in the end, it's just a matter of time before that record gets broken. Um, and I hope it's broken by an Iowa State athlete. Honest, yeah. but, <laughs> okay. um, but we'll see about that. That's that's my dream. So um, so we'll see because I know it's going to go down. So if it went down to an Iowa State athlete, that would that would make me happy. 
Yeah, because with, you know, the shoe technology now and the athletes getting bigger and stronger, um, all that, um, you know, weight training that they do, it is kind of surprising that, that the records um, haven't gone down, um, you know, that the record hasn't gone, you know, hasn't been broken yet. So, yeah, 11 years still standing. So, um, uh, who do you, who, who do you like uh, from this? Have you been following the uh, Iowa State women? Who do you... Uh, who you look for um, this fall to have a good season? Oh, um, I can't say I've been following it extremely closely, to be honest. I think this last year was just hard because they're really, you know, the cross country season was in the middle of track season. So it was a little confusing. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so we'll see how it shakes out. Um, I feel like they always have a good, you know, strong team and there's always, you know, one individual that over the summer just has some breakout training. And, um, I, you know, living in Ames now, uh, it's nice cause I'll see him running around town. So I get to know the faces a little bit better, um, hopefully as the year goes on. But, um, so we'll see, I don't have any specific people that I'm looking at, I guess I would say. Um, cause I think Callie is done. Um, their top runner from last year. Um, yeah. I think her eligibility is done. Um, and then Abby Caldwell was another um, athlete that I watched yeah. a lot last year too, but she's, I think her eligibility is done as well. She's moving out to Colorado. So yeah, she's, she's a correspondent on this show. Actually, she's going to be coming in um, oh, yeah. re- regularly on this. Sh- yeah. She's going to be doing um, kind of her insights into the program uh, for me. Oh, uh, nice for this podcast. So I'm really looking forward to that, uh, having Abby uh, do that. So yeah, I can verify she is out in Colorado. So um, yeah, you didn't run for uh, Martin Smith or uh, Jeremy Sudbury. Um, you didn't, uh, but uh, how, do, how do you feel about the stat- status of the program? Um, looks like um, Martin elevated it to a good level. Um, and then, um, and Jeremy seems like a, a really great recruiter that can kind of keep the momentum going. Yeah. You know, Jeremy's been with Martin for a lot of years and, um, you know, Martin obviously did built some, you know, some great structure into the program and, um, had some success. And so I think it's, it's nice to, to have Jeremy, um, to kind of know what that process was like. And then uh, he seems, you know, he's like a young, excited, um, you know, energetic coach with a great opportunity ahead of him. And I think that he's put together a really good staff. Um, you know, he's kept Amy as the women's coach. And I think that's great too. Um, I think Amy's doing a great job with the women's team. So they put together a really um, exciting, um, you know, fresh kind of coaching staff that I think is, is always fun to see in a program. And it's part of college athletics, right? I mean, there's always changing of the guard and I see it as, you know, a new opportunity to move forward every time. So. Well, Abby definitely um, likes Amy a lot. Was glad that she um, is, is able to stay on uh, with that program. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and speaking of change, you've got a lot within the big 12 conference um, has to be a bit unsettling for you. Such a big cyclone fan that, um, that the um, Iowa state teams are, are, you know, potentially going um, through a lot of upheaval here in the next few years. 
Yeah, I mean, there's definitely going to be change. Uh, like I said, it's part of college athletics. It's just always changing, I feel like. So it'll be interesting to see where things go. Um, and, you know, as a, a former, well, as a Big 12 athlete, former Big 12 athlete, um, you know, it, it's always kind of sad to see the conference go. But I remember the sign at the track that was like the Big 8 conference you know, when I got here, because <laughs> it hadn't been changed for many years. And then it was the Big 12. And so things change. Um, I have, you know, great faith in Jamie and in, you know, Iowa State Athletic Guidance and um, where that, again, just looking at it as an opportunity more than anything, um, where is this going to take us? But uh, there will be change and change isn't always bad. So um, we'll see. We'll see what's ahead. I think patience they- is going to be the big thing. Maybe they won't have to repaint the sign. They can just go back to the big eight. Have that. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, they built a whole new track now, so they don't have to worry um, about that. Okay. But... Bring back the big eight sign. It's a tough uh, um, situation, but you're pretty confident Jamie's going to figure it out and, and big 12 leaders are going to come up to a good solution. Yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, at this point, the biggest thing is just patience and, there's probably going to be, you know, a lot of rumors about where things are going and where they're heading, but I think it'll be a little bit until we find out what, what direction it's going to go. Okay, I'm just excited that there's going to be football games <laughs> and basketball yeah. games and, and athletic events this fall. So. And again, a good football team to follow. Do you got your season tickets? Uh, I don't have season tickets. No. Um, but I have tickets to several games. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, So so I'll throw this question out for you. What would you feel like if, if Iowa state uh, tried to get into the big 10 and got into the big 10 and you battling against those hated Hawkeyes? Yeah. Um, You like it? It would be quite, it'd be quite a conference rivalry. (laughs) I will say that. Um, it would add a little more, yeah, more, a little more fuel to the fire, I think, make those games a little, a little more exciting. But, you know, I love me a rivalry game. Kyle and I got married at the Iowa, like on the same day as the Iowa, Iowa State game in Ames when it was in Ames. Um, oh, that's right. Good for anything that rivalry alive, I'm, I'm all right with. And you're, and you're calling, calling the shot from the bow right now. It's going to be a cyclone win in September, right? For sure. Yeah, it's got to be. It's the 10-year anniversary. We got to, you know, go out right. Uh, so. Yeah, well, you're coming You're coming up on 34 years old. Uh, time just flies by. It is. It's hard to believe that much time has passed. I think about it a lot, how, you know, we will walk Graham on, on campus here. We'll take him for walks and think about how it was, you know, 16 years ago this fall that I started college. So. Yeah, right. Fresh-faced freshman not sure what was going to happen and and look at that four years later you end up uh becoming one of the uh, well well i iowa states maybe their greatest distance runner ever so and um i i I was thinking about this the other day Um, if we had a mount rushmore of iowa born distance running you've got to be on this list um for sure. I mean, there's a there's a lot of people you could put on it. Um, uh, Carissa, uh, clearly, uh, after um, this Olympics, Randy Wilson of Knoxville, who's the best 800 runner um, this state's ever produced. You know, you have Shelby because of all the world records. Even a guy like Phil Coppice, who 
uh, won the uh, Twin Cities Marathon, um, you, you, you have to be on that list for sure. And Jenny Simpson, <laughs> if, 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 you, if you count her, since she was born in Webster <laughs> City. Born in Webster yeah, City. I mean, yeah, I mean, spent a little time in Fort Dodge, your hometown. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd be, uh, I feel like I'd be honored to be on that. I don't know if I would deserve that, but, but I well, would, I would be honored to be on it. Well, four time NCAA champion, uh, an Olympian. Um, it, it, it ranks right up there. That's for sure. Um, so speaking of Olympians, um, you hadn't made the Olympics. It's a fun question here in track and field. What sport would you have wanted to try to make the Olympics in and and I'm, I'm going to say this right now you can't say a limbo competition at a roller skating rink because that is not an Olympic <laughs> sport so <laughs> even though you're really good at it when you're a kid so <laughs> what sport um I think I probably would have done gymnastics that was what I first um got really excited about and really into when I was younger um and then I kind of fell out of it, um, but like around when I started getting towards like middle school. Um, but I think if it if it would have been something I I stuck with, I think that's probably the 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 other sport that I would have been uh, most geared towards doing well in and and enjoying. Because um, any other sport that involves like a ball or like mm-hmm. you know being tall and jumping high and far and um yeah I guess there's some jumping in gymnastics you know but (laughs) but a lot of things like soccer basketball is not in the cards for me (laughs) your height would have been pretty good for that yeah for 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 gymnastics yeah you know uh spry and and you know fairly fairly short um yeah runners are not great at ball sports are they it's just it's just one of those things Oh, distance runners in particular, I feel like we're good at doing one thing for a long time and <laughs> don't really like to stray outside of that. Anytime I try to, you know, play basketball with Kyle's little sisters or anything, I end up hurting my knees. <laughs> they don't like to go sideways. Yeah, yeah, we're we're smarter. We don't do a lot of side to side running. Uh, blow out our yeah, blow out our ACLs, that sort of thing. Um. So while we're on the Olympics, um, you know, Simone Miles had a real, uh, real interesting Olympics for sure, um, uh, withdrawing some from from some, some competition. Um, mentally, is is it really? Um, do you kind of feel for her because, you know, because of that pressure that 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 there is um, being, uh, you know, on national television and and being a war. You know, a worldwide celebrity um, got to be very difficult for that. Did you, did you ever feel that way? Yeah. I mean, I, I can't say that, you know, the stage I was on was never the stage that like Simone Biles is on. So I can't right. imagine the amount of pressure that's put on her, um, you know, by a lot of people that are involved, but also by herself. Um, and I think, I guess in my head, if you, if you can't compete, you can't compete, whether it's a physical reason or a mental reason, you know, if you can't compete, you can't compete. And, um, you know, it's particularly in her sport. If you're really lost in the air, you can, you know, you can paralyze yourself. Like, um, so, you know, I, I think 
um, I can't imagine what it was like for her to go through that. It was nice to fight through that. Um, I think that was, it was nice, a nice way to cap it off for her. So. I think she'll remember for her perseverance through all this. And like you said, that final day. Oh yeah. Yeah. Really important. And I mean, inspiration, you can tell all her teammates really, um, you know, took a lot from her too. Uh, I, I'm not a gymnast, but it seems like in that sport, they become very close to each other and they support each other and um, they all take a little bit of a part in each other's success. So. And that's the way distance running is too. When you're in a, you're in a definite uh, team sport for cross country and you're all rooting for each other. And um, there isn't the, the dog eat dog world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, everyone is very, you know, I feel like in general in the, the distance running community, everyone's very supportive of each other and, um, you know, really wants the best for everybody else. When you're on the line and you're trying to make a team, sure, you're competitive. But at the end of the day, um, you know, I, it's, you, you'll notice that everyone, if you follow social media, you know, everyone supports each other and is happy for each other and proud of each other. Um, so it's, it's a nice community. Yeah. Um, and I, and I think that's come through with another Olympics here about um, just the great sportsmanship that the uh, track and field athletes have, have shown each other uh, on the track, even though they might be disappointed they didn't get a, a medal. They're still congratulating the winner. It's not easy, but they do it. And um, that's something to be said. Yeah. I mean, I think you see those commercials where they show those small moments of sportsmanship and kids watching their TVs and seeing those. And I think those are just as important as the, the athletic accomplishments, setting good examples, being role models. Those are a big part of being, you know, a, a top star athlete too. Okay. Uh, did you wish um, name image likeness was around during your time when you were running at Iowa state? Um, what if, it's uh, uh, talking about collegiate athletes uh, that that's really changed things a lot. Um, you know, wow. Uh, you know, some of these athletes like Alabama quarterbacks are picking up million dollar deals and it's just, it's such a different world now. Yeah, it's, it's very different. Um, it'll be, again, it's one of those, like I said before, college athletics is just in a big flux um, right now. Things are changing. Conferences are changing. The, you know, the sponsorship is changing. <laughs> I don't, I don't know how, you know, how much a distance runner um, would really, you know, gain in college, but, uh, but yeah, it's, um, I, it'll be interesting to see how it progresses um, and how it changes things. Yeah. Is it, is it going uh, college athletics going for the worse now? You, you, you feel like, like with these with the conferences splitting apart and you feel like um, it's kind of losing its way a little bit. I don't know. I don't really like to say that things are, you know, for the worse. I think things are changing, um, but I don't think okay. we know what that looks like yet. So um, not all change is bad. So I think there's opportunities to see, you know, some different things happen. And I'm sure some parts will be good and some parts will be bad and um, things will change again. And everyone will have, I'm sure, opinions on what's good and what's bad. Abby mentioned um, the other day that uh, she didn't realize how good she had it at Iowa State until she talked to athletes from other universities and 
realize that um, the athletic de your director does support the program very well. Um, did you get that feeling that um, you know Iowa State was uh, really had a lot of solid backing from from the administration? Um, you mean the cross country and track teams in particular? Um, yeah, yeah. Ever since uh, I've been an athlete here. Um, the first year I was here, Jamie was not the, uh, athletic director, but he started my second year. He was, um, and he would have almost every team, I think out to his house for a lunch or a breakfast, um, at the beginning of the season. And yeah, that's from what I've gathered, you know, not a common occurrence. Um, he, I think takes a lot of pride in, uh, in the sports here at Iowa State, um, I always felt supported uh, by the athletic department and by Jamie and by my coaches. And um, yeah, that was not something, you know, typically whenever I had questions or concerns. Um, and I always felt very, very supported. Um, but I do feel like I had a pretty good you know, personal relationship with Jamie. And I don't think that's really, you know, common for a lot of individual athletes to, to know their AD that well. Didn't you, didn't you fly on, 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 on his uh, plane to, to, a, to an NCAA meet or something like that? Weren't you a guest? Yep, after I, yeah, yeah. Yep. After I graduated. Um, yep. I flew down with him to watch uh, the women at NCAA cross. Um, yeah. So yeah. Yep. He's been in, you know, a, I, um, yeah, we'll run into him every once in a while, obviously hearing names and he always, we always have a good chat, um, and just have been able to maintain a good relationship. So like I said, I don't think that's something that's super common. Was that the year that Betsy won it in Louisville? Is that the year you went? Or? It was not. No. no, it was the year after that, I believe. Okay. You're at, yeah. Okay. Do you, you uh, keep in contact with uh, some of your former teammates still, other than um, yeah. commenting so much on, on all the gram pictures? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it's mostly mostly through social media. I have a few teammates that I'm still, um, you know, pretty close with or will randomly text each other. You know, life gets busy, right? Um, yeah. And then is running at night at 4 p.m. So I'm going to have to turn on the TV here. Uh, soon right. and get set up for my marathon watching. Um, so you and me both. Yep. So Alphine's yeah. been having just a wonderful last couple of years, and I'm super happy for her. And you know, always rooting for her. She was, and I was. She was also at Wichita State. She transferred to Wichita State because she wanted to go to nursing school. Um, so you know, she's she's um, yeah, she's just a really really good, great all around person, but just incredibly fierce athlete um you know just so tough so i'm looking forward to watching her. kyle's having a bunch of his buddies out for the iowa state game uh some of his former teammates so you know we've just all create a little family um and you go through a lot together and you grow a lot and you learn a lot and um yeah those those relationships mean a lot too so i feel i feel really fortunate to have had that and should shouldn't uh uh, we should talk about Kyle a little bit. He's an architect in Ames, so doing well. Yeah, yep. Uh, he's an architect. Um, and, yeah, super dad. Um, and, yeah, he's doing great. 
Yeah. How do you, how do you find time to be super mom? You, you uh, squeeze in a lot of time with, for pictures with, 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 with <laughs> Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm a typical mom. Yeah. I, you know, I work during the day, go to daycare during the day. And then I try to really just devote my time at night that I have between when he gets home, when he goes to sleep, spend with him and spend weekends with him. And, um, yeah, you know, you make time and I enjoy it. I really do. I, I love being a mom. It's not new. I wanted to do when I was younger. Um, I definitely wasn't someone that growing up, I was like, yeah, I definitely want to have kids. It's something I, you know, kind of crave later on in life. Um, and yeah, I'm so glad I have him now. And now life wouldn't be the same without it. Uh, yeah. Uh, I know what you feel. I, I know the feeling that you have there. Um, so, um, the best of luck with your another, with the second doctorate that you're chasing. Um, good luck with that. And <laughs> hopefully you get, get through that and, and, um, uh, can, uh, become an instructor. That'd be very exciting if you can, um, land at Iowa state. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to, you know, just, um, continuing on and yeah, it's always good to stay connected to my roots. So it's nice community that, you know, really love and, and support. Like I said, um, wish you the best of luck and, uh, let's, uh, have a good finish to this Olympics, right? Let's get uh, a couple more, uh, medals here in, in the marathons. Yeah. Yeah. Some exciting distance running coming up. So I'm looking forward to it. Okay. Well, take care, Lisa. And again, thanks for the yep, time. Well, thanks so much.